Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to episode 10. Hello. Big, big episode, double digits. We do have a special guest with us again. For those of you who are listening, you, you are already familiar. Mike Gennard has graciously uh, decided to come and, and visit us again. and we're, Graced us with his Graced presence. us with his presence. Yes. Well, thank you again for having me back on the podcast. Good to hear that I'm still a special guest. Um, oh, you're yeah. special. <laughs> oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, episode 10, I just wanted to say congratulations on a, a small milestone episode. Thank you. Thank you. Well, our fans were clamoring for this, so you know, <laughs> we have to give the people what they want. It was inevitable. Yeah, so got the first week of October here, so that's that's good. We got that down. Uh, let's do a little bit of a weekend wrap-up. Um, for me, I was traveling last week. Wife and I took a little vacation, did a lot of road traveling, so all kinds of sight, which uh, I won't get into today. But that's actually will be a segment of some of the things that I've encountered driving around in the South. Some very interesting items and uh, businesses along the interstate. All, all kinds of fun and, and wild stuff. But I uh, had a good time. Drove all around. Uh, saw dolphins and alligators and snakes and all kinds of stuff. And, what, uh, what state were you in? Well, we was in Florida. Oh, okay. You said South. Uh, with Florida. snakes and alligators, I want to make sure you weren't like, you know, Tennessee. Nope. <laughs> Just in Florida. So we'll probably tie that in later with some of our news articles coming up in the It's Funny. That makes it okay. It seems like there's always a, a Florida tie into that segment. <laughs> yeah. Florida's a good source for that sort of thing. Yeah. So so that was that was my week. Like I said, we'll touch on that in a later episode of some of the stuff that I encountered. How about you guys? <clears throat> well, I, f- I felt like I, uh, I hung out with Mike quite a bit of this weekend. Yeah. Had some uh, good uh, bonding time. Yeah, what did we get to do? <laughs> we changed some brakes. Yeah, changing brakes on my daughter's car. And for those of you that have changed brakes, if you've done uh, drum brakes, you know what a blast those are. Yeah, um, it was uh, it was a good time to say the least. <laughs> yeah, uh, something that probably should have took us about two hours took us about six. I think <laughs> uh, we ended up having to bleed the brake line, which I have never done before. We um, only made three trips. <clears throat> Yeah. During, during the work. So. That's not three. bad at all, only yeah. three. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that. And then uh, we went and saw uh, the uh, Brad Pitt movie, uh, what was it called? Ad, Ad Astra. Ad Astra. Astra. Yeah. What did you think of it? It wasn't too bad. I don't know if it was my favorite movie, but, uh, you know, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a little 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 slow, I thought. But, uh, but it was entertaining. I was in a mood for relaxing anyways, and uh, it wasn't a super high action or anything, so it just kind of got to... Chill out, relax, and uh, eat we some popcorn. We didn't fall asleep, so that's... Yeah, no, didn't fall that's asleep. That's a, a ringing endorsement, if I <clears> heard. <throat> yeah, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Gravity uh, with Sandra Bullock. Did not uh, see that one. Yeah, it's kind of that pace. It's just kind of uh, moving through space and things like that. But uh, it was fun. Had a good time. I think the important question that our female mm-hmm. audience members want to know is, did Brad Pitt take his shirt off? Uh, did he take his shirt off? I don't believe so, but he did get a lot of those good, you know, those good shots showing showing all the facial features, uh, really highlighting his looks. Yeah, they really did focus in on his face quite a they bit. They did. Yeah. No, I don't think there were any uh, shirt off pictures, though. 
He must have not been hitting the gym as well, so just said a lot of close-ups <laughs> of my face. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones was in it. He didn't look so hot. I thought you were going to say Tommy Lee Jones had his shirt off. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have been good. <laughs> well, Tommy G- Tommy Lee Jones has got to be up there, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he looked like it. <laughs> he's, he's getting up there. I'm not sure of his age, but, but it was fun. I went to the movie, and then, uh, yeah, that was about it, really, for the weekend. Just kind of chilled out the rest of the weekend. Anything else, or we wrap that up, the <clears throat> weekend wrap-up? <laughs> We're so exciting. <laughs> we are. We are really, really buzzing today. Uh, no, really, that's that was really, it was, it was relaxing. That's that's a good thing. So, right. yeah, let's buzz on into the... The, the, the conversation first. starter, uh, this is a doozy. So <laughs> uh, I I saw this. Uh, somebody posted some things to get a conversation going, and when I read this, I laughed out loud, and it's very uncomfortable. So I think this falls under the it's funny. That, that makes, makes it okay. okay because Even it's, though it's our conversation. Yes, yeah, so oh, it's, it is very bad. So uh, I'll say this. Mike, we'll let you go first since you're, you're our special guest. Great. I cannot wait. Yes. <laughs> Would... Would you rather have finger-sized nipples or nipple-sized fingers? <laughs> so, nice. so you've either got nipples the size of fingers, okay, or you've got fingers that are little bitty nubs that are they're still your fingers, but they're the size of nipples. I already know what I'm doing right off the bat. <laughs> So you obviously have thought about this before, because there's no hesitation at all. Yeah, that was, no, I never that had that. One of the options sticks out as a lot better option. Well, to it me. sticks out as a whole other subject. <laughs> Speaking of, that's what I'm taking. I'm taking the the nipples. Wait, no, wait, hold on. I gotta make sure I'm saying this properly. I'm taking the finger size nipples. Is what I'm going with. I cannot have my fingers be little stubs. No, it was so when, they're, when they're cold, they would be longer. Wintertime is going to be a little difficult for you. You're going to have to wear a big bulky that's, sweater. That's okay. I would much rather do that. Maybe one of those bullet bras from the 50s that stick way out. Who knows? That might be coming back in the next uh, <laughs> 10, 20 years. It may be. Mike's nickname will be Madonna. Yeah, so I'm going to assume that you will no longer be going to the beach. Or maybe you will. Just uh, loud and proud out there. Maybe, maybe after a while, I might. <laughs> I might get comfortable with my body, you know. Uh, I might be able to show those off in public. You could get like but, fourteen uh, uh, nipple rings too. Just have them all dangling off of there. <laughs> would they? Look, I don't know about that. But <laughs> would they look like fingers, or would I mean like? No, they're gonna oh, they're gonna no, be nipples. Man. They're gonna be just that length, finger size. So would the little stubby they're fingers gonna, look like fingers? Yeah, they're just gonna be the size of nipples. So. I believe there was a movie. I think it was. Have you seen any of the scary movies? No. I think there was one where one of the characters had super long. He like opened his robe, but he had like super long nipples. But anyway, <laughs> that's what that's uh, what this conversation started to bring to mind is that image. Chandler Bing on Friends had three. <laughs> he had one right in the middle of his chest as well. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's my answer. I I can't go the rest of my life with uh, with. N- Nipple-sized fingers, because that will just not work. That will just not work out for me. So, well, I, I think I'll go ahead and, and jump in here. Yeah, um, go ahead. I think I too am I'm going to take the finger-sized nipples uh, again for the same reason. I, I just can't have them stubby little nubs at the end of my my hand. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll just have to like, oh, sweatshirts, a lot of bulky sweaters. I, I don't know, maybe. Uh, 
a really... Which finger are we talking about here? <laughs> the longest finger. Oh, okay. The longest finger you got. Well, I've got short hands, so... I'm not I'm not in too bad, too bad of shape, so... So if you're going with finger-sized nipples, does that mean your fingers are actual size then? Yes. Okay, so you don't lose you don't lose anything in the fingers. Then. No, no, I, I just got to... I'm going to just... I will just wear a shirt all the time. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going to like it, but I, I, I got to be able to use my hands. And yeah. I don't think I'd be able to do much with tiny little bitty fingers. Yeah, boy, I'm trying to think here. Uh, I, I want to be different, but yet it's going to be a, it's going to be a challenge I, to take the other one. I, I, I'm trying to picture teeny little fingers. If there's any uh, benefit to that, you'll never. If be you able had teeny to little fingers, anything. maybe you could text with your nipples or something. If you had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Use that. Just take your shirt off. I wish we had YouTube at this point. Because <laughs> uh, if you had teeny little fingers, you'd have regular sized nipples. So that maybe pulls that whole out. Yeah, so. yeah, um, yeah. My hands are already kind of small. <laughs> <laughs> so let me think if there's any benefit. Um, I can't think of any. So I got to join you guys and go with the finger sized nipples. All right. Well, if we all three had that, I guess we won't be uncomfortable at the beach. Then we just go. <laughs> there we go. We'll do it. We're all in it together. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, who knows? I might get three or four uh, nipple rings. Then I, I don't know. We'll just try something different. <clears throat> just Man. go with it. That's horrible. Oh, so that was very uncomfortable. So that's how we'll start this whole episode out. A stellar start to episode number ten. You know what? I think I want to go ahead and you had another conversation starter down. Let's go ahead and cover that one's kind of short. Sure. Let's go ahead and do that one too. The, yeah, uh, throw it, throw it out there. Which, so this one is, you're on a trip. Well, no, it's not even a trip. You just uh, the question is, would you rather clean rest stop toilets Ugh. or work in a slaughterhouse for a living? So for the rest of your life, you've got to clean the rest stop toilet or the slaughterhouse. Yeah, I I know which one I'm going with, but <laughs> I. I I can go last or first. I think people that know me or have listened know uh, my my penchants already. <laughs> my oh, I can I can easily guess this one. Yes, uh, it's it's going so, to so be it's going to be the slaughterhouse. I I can't deal with bathrooms. I I'm a germaphobe. There's no way I can do a rest stop bathroom, uh, a regular bathroom even. I'm not thrilled with, but a rest stop bathroom. There, there's no way. There's who knows how many contagious diseases in there and just ah uh, now. I'll deal with the blood and guts of the animals. Yeah. And in full disclosure, in high school, I worked at a slaughterhouse. So I, I, I had to clean the kill pin on every Saturday morning. It was, it wasn't fun, but it was still way better than a, than a rest stop bathroom. I'm, I'm not getting in there. All right. Well, Mike, you want to go next? Yeah, I'm with Doug. Uh, the bathroom is not a place I want to be for an extended amount of time. And, and the real deal breaker on this one is the rest stop. Gas stations, uh, I might be able to, uh, but the, even that's Those pushing it. Those are pretty it. nasty. That's kind of pushing it too, but the rest stop, no, that's it. That's the deal breaker. Yeah. Well, that the, the whole, the restrooms kind of reminds me of a stupid old joke. Uh, there was a guy traveling from Michigan to Florida, and as he start, got on the interstate and got ready to go, he saw a sign that said, uh, it was advertising a rest stop, and it said clean restrooms. And by the time he got to Florida, he cleaned thirty of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee whiz! <laughs> but um, we you know lost four listeners. <laughs> I know. You know what? I think 
I think I might go with the clean restrooms on this. I, too, worked at a slaughterhouse for a short time. Uh, I really didn't have to do anything on the kill floor. I, I was more in the grocery store department of it, but I did see what went on back there. Um, since it's restrooms at uh, rest stops, um, I think you can go in there <laughs> and almost, like, pressure wash those with a hose because they're, like, all concrete and and... You know, so I don't know if you're going to be dealing too much with like uh, picking up any poo or things like that. I, uh, I don't know, I, man. You might be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. Just to be different, I think I'm going to go with cleaning restrooms. I don't know. I know it's probably good luck with that. Because <laughs> I am not. I don't even like to use a rest stop bathroom, let alone be in there and cleaning it. Like like uh, Mike said, I, I don't want to be in there for any extended period of time. Yeah, yeah. Made me think. For some reason, it made me think back to our first segment about the nipple fingers. <laughs> we thought we were out. You know, like, like, oh, I'm glad that's over with. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Well, you know, with the finger sized ones, that's going to make it awful easy for somebody to give you a twist, a nipple twisty. <laughs> It'd take them 15 minutes. <laughs> They'd be twisted. Their arm would get tired. They'd have to stop. My head's cramping up. <laughs> Well, oh, that went man. off the rails quick. Well, yeah. I'd like to see them try <laughs> to, get, to get under my bullet bra. <laughs> oh, they'll do it. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Well, and actually, this could segue very nicely into our next segment about... Uh, Mike get a bullet bra? <laughs> well, in school... We're oh, gonna... I don't know what happened with Mike in school, so maybe it was... <laughs> Well, we're assuming you've got these uh, these these protuberances now. So, uh, <clears throat> and we're going to be talking now about. Uh, I promised everybody we're not going to talk about finger sized nipples the entire podcast. I don't think. No, think about putting a regular ring on it too, like you put on your fingers. Oh, no, um, that's maybe at your wedding you could you know we swap rings. She could put the ring on you know. Uh, uh, all right, we'll get I off probably that. wouldn't be married if that was the case. She would take off running back down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. But our next segment, we're going to be talking about uh, school. And uh, I know we've brought up school. I think we talked about playgrounds at one point. Well, today we're going to talk about gym class uh, in particular. Kind of and high school nightmare almost. <laughs> October, coming into Halloween. So uh, high school can be a, a, a horror movie almost at times. So thought we'd... Maybe uh, talk about some of the clicks, some of the different people that you're going to encounter, and then what you were saying with the gym class. Yep, Go yep. ahead. Yeah, so when I when I was in uh, especially high school, you had, uh, oh, let's see, you had the hoods. So we call them burnouts. Okay, we call them the hoods. Did you have a name for those, you know, for people who maybe uh, were... I'm sure there were terms that were tossed around. I think my friend group, we just called them those kids. Those kids? Oh. Maybe you were the burnout. We could have. We could have. <laughs> if you didn't know what they were called, maybe you were being called that. <laughs> we very well could have been. <laughs> no, we had, the, we had the burnout. And to show how far things have come, when I went to school, there was an actual smoking area for the students. Yeah, we had the smoker sidewalk. And the, the teachers had one and the students had one. It was a... Between the uh, industrial arts building, which is where you took, you know, woods and metals and auto class, and the regular school, there was the what they called the girls' gym. And just outside the girls' gym, there was a red painted rectangle. I don't really say that anymore. I know, girls' gym, boys' <laughs> gym. I'm just all over the place. But there was a red painted rectangle there, and you had to be inside that rectangle to smoke. 
And so that was the big fear when you were a freshman. You'd hear people talk, ooh, you don't want to walk past the smoking area. The burnouts, they'll just grab people, start beating them up. <laughs> so, you know, of course, I had several industrial arts classes because I hated school. And I was like, if I can go over and work in woods or metals or, you know, weld something, that's better. But uh, I would have to traipse back and forth between there. And like the first two or three weeks of school, I was scared to death. I would go way down to the hall and come on another, go walk way out of my way to get past it. And then, you know, my laziness kicked in. It's like, oh, I can't keep walking this much. I'm just going to walk past the, the smoking area and take my chances. So Ours was right out on the sidewalk by Jackson Street there. I mean, so it was right out, right out by the street. Um, that was the smoker sidewalk. And so, so yeah, that was, so we had jocks, uh, we had, uh, or I'm sorry, hoods, yep. and then jocks, jocks was my next thing, mm-hmm. where they still called jocks. Oh yeah, that, that hasn't changed. Okay, so we got hoods, jocks, we had the band geeks. Yes. yes. I, I was a band geek. I was too, yeah. I was not. My wife was, but I was not a band geek. Okay, uh, we had uh, chorus nerds. <laughs> We just dumped them all in as band geeks. Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, I think that's kind of how it was, at least when I was in school. We had nerds, but they were usually the kids that, you know, that got the good grades and were into, like, the chess club. And so it's now, I mean, all kinds of kids are into that stuff. But at the time... <clears> we was, had that, too. Was we had nerds. chorus nerds specifically, too. Uh, they kind of got lumped in with the band kids, but... Even the band kids picked on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was like one the side, it was like one side story. The band geeks needed somebody to, to <laughs> haze and harass. Uh, let's see. I know. Did I have anyone else? We uh, had something in the eighties, and I don't know if it was when you, but the, we, they were called corn chips. We called them corn chips in our school, and these were the kids that were into like the alt music. They usually listened to the Cure, and the guys would wear makeup and have their fingernails painted. I think they they start calling them goth, goth. later. That's but what I was gonna say. White. I mean, they wear the super white makeup, dark lipsticks. Guys and girls. They it was just you know we called them the, the corn chips. I don't know who came up with that, but that's what they called them. Oh, you don't want to hang out with the corn chips. Hmm. Yeah. So. See, we did. We didn't really have at that point in time in the seventies. We really didn't have that. The goth presence wasn't even there yet. Uh, the big difference when I was in high school was we were moving from hippies to disco, so we had the. Uh, you know, the disco people that were really into that. Um, you had a mirrored ball in your locker, didn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, talking about lockers, this is kind of going off the subject a little bit, but um, <clears throat> when I was in high school, we had such a large class, we had to share a locker. The whole class like, shared a locker? That yes, one, one locker for the entire season. 700 books crammed into one locker? But No, we only Sorry. had one locker and we had four students. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, but we had, we had a large class. We had to share a locker. Well, I shared a locker with this kid named Ralph and never saw him all through high school, but I shared the locker with him all four years. Was his stuff there? Did he actually have There would stuff? be stuff in my locker periodically, and I'm like... Somewhere Ralph is doing a podcast. I never saw this kid, Greg. I was in school for four years. I don't think he existed. I know his last name. I won't, even, I won't say it, and I don't know him still today. Um, I'm not even sure he existed, to be honest, but stuff showed up in my locker, so... I'm not sure. Um, so, anyways, that's the uh, some of the clicks that we had. Um, anything else around the clicks? Did did anything happen with them? Did I mean, you know, they everybody was you, you kind of just got along. I wasn't in any of them really. I just was kind of bounced around. I got along with kind of everybody. There wasn't any real big division. I mean, you know, kind of good natured ribbing or poking fun of each other. Some sometimes it get a little. He did, but 
most of the time, you know, they just make fun of each other, but nothing, nothing really. Yeah, got out of hand. In yeah, mm-hmm. and I think some <clears throat> some places where you would see the clicks um, interact would be the lunchroom. Lunchroom, mm-hmm. yeah. And then what we're going to talk about next is gym class. Gym <clears throat> class was always and, that way. Yeah, gym class brought them all together. It's almost like a catalyst for uh, I don't know good or or bad outcomes. Gym class, the yeah, great, the great catalyst. Yep, yeah. The jocks would hang out, and one of the burnouts would go hang out in a place, and the nerds, and then there was just like the the group of us that were thrust together because we didn't really fit in any of the genres. We're just kind of like, all right, what's going on? Try to stay out of the way, stay out of the firing line, so to speak. Yeah, so now talking about gym class, we'll talk about, you know, some of the activities we had in gym class. And the first one that popped in my mind and I think popped in Doug's mind You just had a circle and a stick, right? You push around and (laughs) push the... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, no, we had had gym class. And the first one that popped in my mind and I think your mind was bombardment. Bombardment. Um, We had to use the red rubber balls uh, like you would use for Foursquare or whatever. Uh, Those things, painful. Yes, they did. They leave welts. You would have welts on your body. So did you guys ever play bombardment, Mike? You're referring to dodgeball, right? Yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, we did. We didn't use those. We didn't use the big rubber balls. We used the. They were like rhino, yellow rhino skin. They were kind of like yellow. I don't. know. They were almost like. You know, uh, softer. You know, yeah. softer balls, but, and they were like half the size. You know, of a kickball, uh, maybe like twice the size of a baseball. That sort of thing. Yeah, but. where ours was the size of a kickball, <laughs> and you would get oh, you yeah. would get a kid that that you know you get a kid that's a pitcher on the baseball team or oh, something, yeah. and he just drilling people. I yep. mean, so when you heard when the coach came out and said bombardment today, were you excited to play or were you just to know? And then, <laughs> and then they would they would pick the team. It depended on what team you get stuck on. You're like, oh, <laughs> so they would usually have two team captains, and they would start picking. And if you were on the team with all the jocks, it was probably going to be an all right day. Like, okay, I can probably survive this. But if you get on the team that wasn't with mostly jocks, it, it could be brutal. Yeah. And it what what I remember, brutal. you know, is the, I kind of tried to be, I kind of like with everything in school, I was kind of in the middle. I didn't want to be, you know, the first kid taken out, but I didn't really want to be the last kid taken out either. Cause, you do not want to <clears> be the last Yeah, because what would happen is these kids who were afraid and... You know, maybe not as big a kids or just, you know, I'm not really picking on them, but, you know, the more kids that are timid and afraid, they would hide behind some of the bigger kids. And then once the bigger kids got out, you had this, you know, one smaller kid left and he's just going to get demolished. Oh, we had kids that would do this, that they would go up and they, like, they'd hide behind somebody. And when somebody whipped the ball, the big guy would get out of the way and you're just standing there and you get, boom, this is plastered because you're not paying attention. <clears throat> so you can't just hide at least when we played, that was how you, you could oh, yeah. just hide. And there was always one or two kids that got picked on all the time. And if they were on your team, that poor kid would get relegated to a corner all by himself. Yeah. <laughs> and Fifteen other people are on one end. If I felt bad. You're like, oh, poor Richie is going to get destroyed. And he would. He would just get it. And they would all get it. And they would all just aim. He'd be like screaming before they even threw it. Down, down. <laughs> and then as he's walking off, they're hitting him still. And he's already like, ah, bam. <laughs> And it was just, oh, it was like Lord of the Flies. Oh. It was uh, no rules. It was and what was bad is it would start off where you're throwing from about half court. <clears throat> but then as the game progressed and kids started getting out, and you'd have one or two kids left, the coach would say, red line. Yep. And oh, now yeah. they're like five <laughs> feet from you, and they yeah. are just 
pummeling you. Mm-hmm. So now, so did you play if you caught it? One of your members, team members, could come back in. And yes, that, that and the other kid was out. out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We played the the same one way. thing I could always do in bombardment or dodgeball, I could catch. I don't know what it was, but I could catch those those balls pretty well. Did you catch them with your finger sized nipples? You know, it would be it would have been a feat to do that. That's for sure. See if it was the other way around. If I, if I had the nipple sized fingers, there would have been no way. I would not have a shot at catching no. a single dodgeball. Yeah, they would have just bounced off your hands. <laughs> Sorry, I'll get off that. Uh, but actually, one time, so when we would play, they would push the bleachers into the wall, and so they would be, you know, they would be angled out still. But have you seen bleachers when they're pushed in? There's usually what a gap, you know, about that between oh, the bleachers. Yeah. I swear, I actually and for those out in podcast land, he was doing his fingers about uh, four inches apart. Okay, yeah, about that far. So. <laughs> Yeah, I actually saw a kid one time throw the ball so hard that it wedged between one of those slots in the bleachers that were pushed in. <laughs> you're taking that off your head, just boom. And if you're close to the wall, your head's bouncing off the wall. You probably have a concussion and just go through school all the. Of course, you know, with my grades, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. No one would have been able to tell, but still. Yeah, and then the, the, and the last thing I'll say about bombardment is uh, we had at least one year of my high school time, uh, we had a coach who would actually have us play co-ed bombardment. And so the we girls never, would come in. And I, uh, no picking on girls. Some of the girls were better than a lot of the guys, too. So, I mean, you had both. But as a rule, the guys typically threw harder than the girls. And the coach would say, well, guys got to throw left-handed. Well, you got a left-handed guy in there occasionally. <laughs> He's still winging the ball, you know, taking out girls right and left. So, so I'm hearing uh, Greg says men are better than women. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on from that. <laughs> Well, didn't you have, I think you were told me one time about uh, playing bombardment oh. with the teams, and uh, there were consequences if you lost, if you yes. did not try hard. Yeah. Now, this was actually in junior high. Uh, we had a and coach. This seems insane to me. but <laughs> this is And this is the absolute truth. If there's any, uh, you know, Morton junior high kids from the mid-70s, they could, they could uh, corroborate, corroborate, corroborate. How do you what, say that? Corroborate. Corroborate. Corroborate this story. <laughs> so if you lost the game, what you had to do was the losing team would go line up against the end wall with their back facing the opposing team. You would bend down, grab your ankles, and the coach would set the four or five red rubber balls out on the line, and he would say, go, and they got to pick them up and wing them at the back of your legs. That's just insane. I can't, That's just I a can't sadistic... <laughs> Was his name Hans? Did he used to be a, a Nazi death camp guard? What is this guy? I didn't think he was German, man. Well, that, would, that would explain a lot. His name was Stan. Yes. <laughs> Once now, we're going to line you up against the wall. It's like, what the heck is happening? Kids was, are crying. It's terrible. It was. It was brutal. It was brutal. Um, I had some. I had some coaches in schools that were. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that that's the worst story ever. I mean, I we had some weird sort of things that were a little off, but nothing like that. That's bad. Yeah. Well, I, we went I, on bum- oh, I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I, was, I cannot imagine that happening current day. Yeah. I mean, it, you read about that. That coach is fired. He's long gone. He's never getting another coaching job again after that. Probably. Yeah. He left Morton Junior High and went to the uh, Christian school in Peoria. <laughs> he got promoted, probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, so. Yeah, he had other things that way, you know. Like soccer time, when it would be 30 degrees out, we'd be outside outdoors playing. I mean, 
We didn't get to stay. <laughs> yeah, we went outside a lot. If it was didn't matter, cold, heat, that didn't matter. We went outside. In your uh, gym uniform, did you have gym uniforms? Yep. See, not in, in grade school, junior high, we did not. Junior high and high school. High school, we did. we did. Yeah. Did you ever get them washed? Yep, I did. <laughs> I was pretty religious about that. I, every weekend, I'd bring them home, and mom would wash them, and I, I just I couldn't stand it. I, I had to have my gym clothes washed. Yeah. See, I never got an A in high school uh, PE class because I never wore the PE official dress that we had to have. Yeah, the dress. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we were very progressive. Little red skirts. <laughs> a summer Orange, class. I guess. In your it was case. very cooling, you know. Yeah. No, but but the actual dress code, I, I never wore the official shorts, the black shorts with the heather, heather blue shirt that said Washington. I would just wear my own shorts and t-shirt. My oh, mom so you would wear the uh, real tight short shorts with the uh, half top? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, <and> full disclosure, <laughs> I did wear bicycle shorts and I did have a... I won't say that. I may or may not have had a uh, a Puma kind of half shirt that it came down to my belly button, and half of the shirt was actually white mesh, and the other half was blue. Maybe, maybe I had a shirt like that that I would wear to gym class. I think you probably did. <laughs> <clears throat> Along with my flowing locks of my mullet. Yeah. It was glorious. Yes, I had the mullet as well. Yes. And the bicycle shorts. It was, all right. It was awful. So we've gone a long time on bombardment. So let's go on. What are some other activities that you guys... Well, here's one that we played in high school, which looking back, it looks insane. But we actually had archery. Yes. They would take us out and we would set up targets. And then they would hand... The, all of us would go up and grab bows and arrows. Yep. And the coach would go stand way off somewhere and read his newspaper. And we'd shoot arrows at the quote-unquote, target, <laughs> which when he wasn't looking, there was always some burnout that would look, and he would just point it straight up in the air and just let it go. And so then you're like, ah, everybody scattered. Where's it coming down at? It was insane. And they had the little metal point yeah, oh, yeah. on them. Yeah, because it would wow. go, it would stick into the straw target. It would it would stick in there. I mean, it would it would do some damage if you got shot with an arrow. And look at me, it's like, we're, we're a bunch of, well, you're a bunch of kids and idiots. And, you know, and at that age, even the most sensible kids we're always looking for a way to try to, how can I push the envelope? What can I do to get me close to killing myself? But not, it'll be fun. You know? and, and it's like, well, here's a weapon. Oh, this is going to be great. I, yeah, so yeah, we, we had archery. We played archery. Yeah, and about two weeks in, the uh, half the arrows would be Bro- broken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. strings would be hanging off the, yeah. the bows. The bows I, were white, and they had like a yeah. red red stripe at the top and bottom, and the, the arrows were white. I mean, they were crappy Equipment, yeah, but still, it was enough. It would have done damage if you got nailed with it. Oh yeah, and as you're learning, you're like, you know, things are slipping out of your hands, and you're hitting yourself with the string. Oh, the string is is hitting your forearm. (laughs) Boom! It's going up. You got big red welts and (laughs) scrapes on your arm. Yeah, it was a great time. A lot of times when we would about that same. Well, this is a different game, but while we were, it seems like it was in the same era, and we always played it out in the same area. They would let us play tennis. But to get to the tennis court, we we had to walk past these big apple trees. So kids would pick up apples, <laughs> and with the tennis rackets, they would be, like, drilling the apples at people. Or cars on Jackson Street. You know, boom! You know how fast an apple comes off a tennis racket? <laughs> when we were playing tennis, it was just a home run derby. <laughs> I mean, it was just, just clobbering it to see how far outside of the uh, fenced area we could see if we could hit the houses across the street or whatever. 
It also turned into a miniature game of bombardment sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they nailed each other. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting oh, yeah. it uh, like three or four courts down. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Because well, there's always some people playing a serious game of tennis, you know, like three or four people, and the, the other 30 people are just screwing around and nailing the ball, trying to hit everybody. So yeah. well, Hopefully you didn't have to, uh, or losers didn't have to bend over. Right? <laughs> that would not have been Get paddled with the racket. <laughs> or archery. Woo! <laughs> bend over. No, that's a bad one. <laughs> I lost an archery. <laughs> that is a bad one. Oh, man. Yeah, so archery was, archery, I, yeah, I can't believe they we, they actually allowed us to do that in school. And we had large gym classes. Uh, so yeah. yeah, we did too. Um, so yeah, we had archery. What else you got? Well, on a, on a less dangerous note, uh, <laughs> probably one of my favorite gym activities as a kid growing up all the way through grade school is kickball. Just a classic game of kickball. I loved it. Uh, of course, in grade school, I had my growth spurt, if that's what you want to call it. I'm not a very tall guy. <laughs> I had that pretty early on, so I was probably one of the... That's when his nipples sprouted. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did we mention that throughout the rest of the podcast? And by we, we mean Greg, because we're trying to move on. <laughs> Let's be clear. This, this image is getting stuck in my head now, and I can't quit thinking of Mike with giant nipples, and I've got to stop. I'm going to be putting my shirt on tomorrow. I'm never going to be able to look at myself the same way. I'm well, I know what you're getting for Christmas this year. Oh, A bullet man. bra. Oh. No one else in the family is going to understand it. We're going to have some really odd looks, but we're going to be laughing. Sorry, I'll stay off that now. At oh, least for man. a few minutes, anyway. Yeah, just... Uh, Anyway, nothing like a good game of kickball. So, like I said, I was probably one of the bigger <clears throat> kids uh, in grade school, so I could always just clobber the ball, and it would always just it always just go flying. And, and I love I love kickball. Yeah, growing up. that's one of my kickball was always good. Yeah. I, I think maybe we, me and you talked about it a little yeah. bit when we talked on the about previous our playground one. Uh, antics. But we'll ask you the same. I think we asked this question back then. Uh, so when you played, did you play where if you hit the runner with the ball, they were out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. So you still got to do that, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so you did see there was some violence there. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean, like, we really stopped doing kickball. I mean, once you got to junior high, I don't remember playing kickball anymore. Yeah. I, it was all early on. Like, none of us could really whip, you know, kickball at the time. You yeah. Know, we're, we're in third grade, fourth grade. None of us could really throw the ball that well anyway, but... Yeah. Yeah, it, it was an option. Yep, yep. kickball. Good, good game, good game. Yeah. Liked it. Yep. Um, do you want to go with another one? Sure. And we played something in, in uh, when we was talking about this in our pre-show meeting. I guess it's called different things. We called it cage ball. And it was a, a ball that was about, I would say, maybe three foot, three to four foot in diameter. Yeah. And it was a canvas ball. So it was like a, a real tough material. Yeah, we and, called it crab soccer. And, and we would have to, you'd have to crab walk, and you had to kick the ball, and we always, you played it inside, so you were always in a gym that was usually on a raining day. And they'd come in, and they'd say, cage ball. I'm like, ah, oh. because you're going to have to be on your hands and uh, feet, walking around crab walk style. And then they usually had mats hanging on the, the wall, so one mat on one wall would be a goal, and on the opposing, or the opposite wall would be another mat, and oh, so it you, would be... You had mats? Yeah. Yeah, we actually had... Uh, like I think they had like cones set up or something. Oh. You had to go yeah, we had actually cones. like the mats at the underneath of the uh, oh the basketball hoop, so that way if you was running, you ran into the wall oh. and would stop. Yeah, it. and that's what yeah. we'd have to. So you, we played crab soccer with the cage ball. Yeah, we'd have to kick it all around. And um, 
most of the time it just kind of stayed in the middle and people just kicked it. Every once in a while somebody, you know, you have one of the tall kids that had some leverage could actually boot it and it'd go flying up. There'd be some kid not paying attention and rolling, bam! <laughs> His head bounce off of the tile floor. So it's good times. Then your arms just get exhausted, oh, though. By the time you're shaking, it. your arms are shaking. You can barely keep your butt off the ground. You're just kind of dragging yourself along. <laughs> like, along. Oh. Oh. So yeah, I think I think you guys are going to maybe talk about that a little more. But we actually then we actually, as I went through school, then we actually started having it where we would ride around in the little scooters. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, to play crab soccer, and yeah, and you get your fingers smashed. But yeah, if you guys want to talk about that, well, yeah, since you brought up the scooters, we did we did the scooters too. They little plastic, blue or white, and they usually had little handles on the side and they had four caster wheels underneath of them. And you either had to sit on them, or you would have to lay on them. We would do relay races. They'd set it up in teams, and we'd lay on them, and you'd take off using your arms and, and pushing yourself all the way down through there. Yeah, and your fingers would get run over and smashed. And I, oh man, I hated those scooters. I was not a fan of the scooters. My fingers would just be so bent up and bruised after using those. I hated them. It, it would never <laughs> fail. Yeah, scooters they weren't they weren't fun. <laughs> I was I, I just felt like I was too big for the scooters. It was another thing that went away. I don't remember using the scooters in junior high or high school. Um, but man, I, I was just I feel like. I just I don't know I was never I never got the 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 good use of the scooters I was never able to to figure them out really so I just felt like I was so awkward just trying to use the scooters and I'm trying to like pull myself along and bam ow ow and it's like somebody's <laughs> pinched my fingers yeah I'm running over my own fingers I'm falling <laughs> off the scooter oh man I was a mess on those things yep so yeah the scooters were yeah good on the fingers. Uh, did, so, is there other things you guys had? I've got one more. Um, I've I've got one more too. So, did you have another one? I was. Yeah, I mean, my favorite gym activity, probably of all time, was floor hockey. I love floor hockey. I, I could never get, played floor hockey. I could get so into yeah, it. Was it. Lost. We did. Man, I I loved it. I'm a I'm a hockey fan, so I mean, of course, I I really enjoyed playing. Um, now, did you use the little round ball or the flat? No, we puck, had the, the puck. plastic. Yeah, puck. the plastic yeah. puck. Yep. So, I mean, I. Before before we could start, I'd start curving my blade. I'd start, you know, like kind of getting a feel for my stick. And there was a certain stick I'd always try to go for. I'd Mike be like, out a real hockey stick. <laughs> I would be that kid who would go for the one. There'd be like one good one, one oh, that yeah. has some good balance. Mm-hmm. I'd always try to be the one that I go for that. And I would almost just kind of like cherry pick. I I'd kind of like get behind people. You know, I'd be throwing my body around a little bit. I just wait for the puck to find me, and man, I would just let it rip. I would just shoot it right at the goal, pull their shirt over their head, and start punching them in the face. <laughs> be a goon. I'm the enforcer. Yeah. I will say the one position you did not want to be was goalie. I think no. you mentioned this earlier. If you were goalie, you were in for a long gym class. Yeah, you're a dead man if you're a goalie. I love how they still give you the goalie stick. <laughs> but what are you really going to do with that? I was going to ask you, do they give you any kind yeah. of padding or yeah, anything? You, you have the typical goalie stick, but as far as the, but the no goalie padding, pad though. or the, the catching goal, you had nothing. No, as a matter of fact, they would, we're going to talk about this in a minute, but they would. we would still have shirts and skins, even in floor hockey. <laughs> and yeah, goalie, no shirts, sticks flying. Oh, I, I hated shirts and skins in, yeah. in, in school. I did not yeah. like shirts and skins. We'll kind of come back to that. We don't have, I don't have a lot on it, but we can talk about that a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, floor hockey was a lot of fun. Yeah, that definitely, good... definitely my favorite. Did you do field hockey then too? No, no, we did. We inside. did that too. No, never yeah. did that. But um, we did uh, tumbling. 
tumbling. my freshman year. Now, I'll tell you what they did for some reason. There would be no tumbling. For some reason, they split the class up when we did tumbling, and they said the girls went to the girls' gym, and I have no idea what they ended up doing over there, but the our PE teacher said, oh, we have tumbling. We're like, tumbling. Helping each other develop eating disorders. I guess. <laughs> the girls' dance. <Yeah. laughs> That was Greg Daniel. <laughs> but uh, it's funny, so, you know. That makes it okay. Yeah, so anyway, we went to the tumbling room, and once we got in there, our PE teacher was the freshman football coach, and uh, we went to, it was, a, I might have said tumbling room, it was actually the, the wrestling room. Oh, the wrestling room. So it had mats all over. The whole floor was mats, and there were yep. mats on there. And what we ended up playing was midget football. We had to get on our knees. Yeah. <laughs> had to get on our knees, and they he split it into two teams, and we had a little bitty football. You had to stay on your knees, but it was full blown tackle football <laughs> on our knees in the uh, wrestling room. So me and my brothers used to play that in our living. Oh, room. we did that too. <laughs> we played that at, when I was home with my dad and my brother and stuff. You had to stay on your knees. We and my sister stuffed animals for the ball. <laughs> I, I've heard about that. <laughs> I've heard she was not uh, too pleased about it either. No, she wasn't. <laughs> Oh, so is that all you got on that? Yeah, that was it, just with the midget, midget football. Okay, well, last thing I got on Jim is, uh, as far as activities, is the dreaded square dancing. Did you guys ever have to do square dancing? See, I, we, they had square dancing in grade school, and I can't remember if we did. It seems like we did do it. Yeah. Me, yeah, we, we had it in junior high. It was, it was, they put it right in the most awkward time, uh, you know, going from grade school to high school, just that transition the the most awkward time in anyone's life, grade school or uh, junior high is when we were doing square dancing. See, we did both high school and junior high, and uh, oh, thankfully we <laughs> thankfully we were able to stop. I don't know what that's supposed to be teaching high. you. I don't know what what physical activity you're really getting out well, of the square dancing. I learned a do si do, an a la man right, whatever that is. I learned how to be <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and it was like we got to touch a girl. <laughs> exactly. Or then you're not, you know, not to be mean. But there was there was always the girls that everybody liked, and then there was the the progression down to the girls that that nobody liked. So well, that worked, paired, that worked both ways. Well, actually. this is true. So when you started pairing up who you're going to get stuck with, you're like, oh, da, da, da. oh no, oh no, no, no! You're trying to move her now, maneuver. It's like, oh no, no, they're going to pair you up. So yeah, so yeah, I was never a big fan of square dancing. Whenever I heard we were going to have that, it's like. Uh, I'm not feeling the best. <laughs> I mean, we had ours on set days. It was always like every, what was it? It was like every Tuesday or something like that. It's like, man, it's like square dancing day. It's like, we could be doing any other gym activity right now. It'd be totally fine. It's like, the only square dancing square I like was the Bugs Bunny Hillbillies uh, <laughs> Looney Tunes cartoon. Those were the good square dances. Those were funny. Well, other we'll, than that, I'm out on the square yeah, dancing. Yeah, it was uh, not fun. No. Uh, at my age, though, that was a current dance back then. <laughs> <laughs> that was the new, the new hip thing. Kids in there square dancing. Yeah. So, so really, man, we're going long on this. Um, so that's all I got for the activities. Is that all you guys got on the activities? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So we really won't. I don't think we have to talk about skirts, shirts, and skins so much. Uh, or skirts and skins. Or skirts and skins. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just know I always hated being a skin. Um, I was never one of the skinny kids, so you always had this little roll of flab, and that was always embarrassing. And well, I was and, skinny, but I always I was like on the smaller, scrawny side, so it was always like you know I hated that part. Yeah, I was and, not, not a fan. Yeah, and as a skin, you were always susceptible to different punishments. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, and the ball would really welt you up really well. <laughs> yeah, it would. 
Um, so the last thing I think we've got in regards to gym class is the locker room. Yes. Um, not sure how this ever was for girls, but man, for guys, the locker room could be... It was like a medieval torture chamber. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> you picture some you know movie of, uh, I don't know, Robin Hood where they're off on some kind of... Uh, an excursion, and one of them gets caught, and they're drugged to the dungeon. That's how it felt when you had to go to the locker room. Yeah. Well, in my day, the, uh, and I think that I was talking about this before we got on, you know, before we started the podcast, um, the thing that made our locker room particularly brutal was in our gym class, half the gym was freshmen and sophomores. The other half was junior and seniors. The junior and seniors would get out before us, and they would go in the locker room, and theirs was the front half of the locker room, Ours was the back half, so we had to go past the juniors and seniors to get to ours. And they would stand there in a row as we're going by, and we're getting snapped with towels. We're getting smacked on the chest. We're getting. I had one kid in particular who would like stop me and say, "Daniel, come here." And I'd walk over, and he's a senior, big kid. You know, I'm like, "Okay." So I go over there. Hey, I want you to get in this locker. <laughs> and fortunately, my brother was also a senior, and. He came to my rescue a number of times and uh, said, and this kid's name was Jim. And he goes, Jim, leave him alone. That's my brother. He would try it multiple times. But fortunately, I never ended up having to get in the locker. But that walk, I can remember I'm that walk. I'm claustrophobic and I could not do I would have to. I'm going to get a beating because I'm not getting in the locker. <laughs> yeah. and that, But that walk from the gym door down to our shower area. And then not to mention you got a shower with juniors and seniors. Then they got wet towels, and I, it's brutal. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. We did not shower. There was showers there. Were the few kids that did, I didn't shower. I just took extra, um, and you know, deodorant, and you splash a little brute Fabergé thirty three on. You're good to go. I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting in the shower because <laughs> uh, it was usually just a big open room, and then they've got you know the three, <laughs> the three posts. Sitting there with the shower heads hanging off, and uh, no, I, 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 yeah, it's very, it's very humbling. It is very, <laughs> very humbling. Um, I didn't stick around in there very long. I tried to get in and out. No talking, no looking around, yeah, yeah. no gabbing. You're either looking at your locker or you're looking at your feet, and that's it. I, I, I don't, no, yeah. no, no uh, sightseeing, none, none of that. Yeah, trying to get out as fast as you can. Yes. <laughs> so, do you have any locker room? I, I do, and uh, I was the same way. You know, it's like you just you get in, you change, you get out. The one time, the one time that I had any sort of extended stay in the locker room, I'll never forget this. It was junior high. Uh, hopefully, everyone is familiar with Axe, the body spray, you know, the oh, yeah. deodorant. Yeah. Uh, it must have been planned. There were how much? I think it was like four or five kids, and I don't know who they were. I I know, <laughs> I know some potential candidates of who this was. But I don't know to this day who actually was part of this. But there must have been some sort of scheme to set off an axe bomb in the locker room. So essentially what happened was, as everyone was changing after class, I mean it must have been like five minutes after the gym class was over, people took the axe cans, the spray cans of deodorant, purposely punctured the sides so that all the spray deodorant would spray out, (laughs) kind of like... uh, what do they call those that the police use? You know, they tear gas, the tear oh, gas yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. Imagine that, but just with axe spray, and it had basically the same effect. You can't <laughs> open your eyes; your eyes start to water. You're crying. You're choking. You're trying to find some fresh, fresh oxygen. <laughs> I remember I changed, and I should have left. I should have gotten out of that locker room, but for some reason, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll use the restroom. 
even though there's a perfectly good restroom down the hall, unattached from the locker room, it's like, I'll go to the bathroom, that's fine. Go to the bathroom. Before I know it, I start, why is there a haze in here? The whole place has started to cloud up. And before I know it, it's like, man, did somebody spray? Like, what is that? And before I, it's like, I'm trying to finish. I'm just, I'm trying to go. And I start gagging on the, like, where is the, all the oxygen going? <laughs> it's like, I can't even see the exit of the locker room at this point. It was ridiculous. So before I, I have to like run through the smog and man, it was horrible. I sm- like, I smelled it from my classrooms, like throughout the school, <laughs> I could still smell the Axe body spray all the way from the locker room. And man, we as a gym class that hour got totally chewed out the next day in gym class. I remember Jim was never the same with that uh, with that teacher after that incident. <laughs> you probably smelled good the rest of the afternoon. So on a positive uh, side effect uh, from all the commercial I've seen, you probably couldn't keep all the girls off of you. Because <laughs> that's how those commercials, right? They spray them and they just flock around. You got to push them away and have hire some kids to come and you know so you can get your work done. When you, I will say, when you let off, I don't know how many cans of Axe it was, but it was a lot. <laughs> I think they sort of cancel each other. They have the opposite effect. Oh, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't helping you out then. Huh? No, it was. No, uh, it was a pretty bad, bad repellent. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't really think uh, as far as the locker room. I was going to go into a couple of stories about things that happened, but really, it was more mean than funny. So I won't go into that. Uh, but yeah, so just just having to be in with the juniors and seniors and that whole ordeal is uh, not fun. So. All right, I think that's it on uh, gym class and stuff. So, All right, time for our segment, It's Funny That Makes It Okay. And i uh, got a little news article here. Once again, we're traveling south to where I just was, Florida. So uh, apparently there was a traffic stop in Florida. Um, during the stop, uh, this lady, Jacqueline Hubbard, was asked by the cop if she had any drugs on her person. The 59-year-old Hubbard, who was in the front passenger seat not wearing a seatbelt, reportedly told a patrolman that she was in possession of crack cocaine that was stored in what she called her felony purse. Nice. Yes, the purse was around Hubbard's neck. And upon further investigation, they found it contained two crack rocks, a small baggie of cocaine, two glass pipes, um... And that was according to the arrest affidavit. The contents of the felony purse resulted in Hubbard's bust on two criminal charges, possession of drug paraphernalia, a misdemeanor, and possession of a controlled substance, a felony. Hubbard is locked up in the county jail in lieu of bond. Court filings do not indicate whether her felony purse or just its contents were seized as evidence. Hubbard's rap seat includes convicts for disorderly intoxication, drunk driving, theft, Voting under the influence, trespass, cocaine possession. Voting under the voting. Oh. <laughs> that would explain some. <laughs> yeah, and violating probation. She served about fourteen months in the state prison on the felony cocaine charge. So uh, yeah, she she had a felony purse. That makes it kind of easy for the prosecution, the police, and everything. I've got my felony purse. Well, Here's all the stuff in it. Very aptly named. Yes, it is. She's yes. very honest. Yes, it is. You got to be very careful. When you go out, that you grab the right... You don't want to grab, like, your murder purse if you're no. going out for your felony. Well, yeah. You want to make sure you grab your felony purse. You know, if you're going for a murder, then you want to grab your murder purse. Yeah, not to be confused with the robbery knapsack. That's right, yeah. the robbery, yeah, robbery knapsack. knapsack. I like that. 
And I'm sure there's something with some kind of a fanny pack, but I can't think <laughs> yeah. of something right now. But. Well, I've got my uh, counterfeit Bill wallet. <laughs> there you go, counterfeit Bill wallet. Well, judging by her uh, rap sheet, she must have a lot of different uh, <laughs> items for all for all of her. Uh, she has a lot of past fans. Yeah, she, she's got a lot of criminal uh, <laughs> items, or a lot of. Uh, she, she's involved in a lot of uh, criminal activity, so she's got to keep it organized. She's organized. <laughs> organized Very crime. organized. There we go. Yep, organized you know, crime. I open up the, what do I want to do? Am I looking to murder, burglary, <laughs> just do some common everyday felonies? What do we got going? And you make sure you grab your right uh, accessory. You got to accessorize. Well, how do you think she pairs that with clothing and shoes? She must be very fashion forward. Yes. To make this all work. Yeah. Well, so judging from her felony purse, go well, with. Judging from her picture, which no one can see, I, I don't think she's very fashion conscious. Let's just put it that well, way. Well, maybe, but maybe the purse was, uh, you know, a more um, not a, not a fancy thing. You know, maybe it was matched what she. I think wore. she should have she should have grabbed her beauty purse as well, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe instead of I I don't know the felony purse was uh, the best choice, but. Uh, she is honest. I will give her that. She just comes right out and tells the police officer what she's got and where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I wonder if she has a tag on the inside. If found, please return to. <laughs> <laughs> she probably does. You know, because if you lose your felony purse, you need it returned back to you. Or you won't have a very good week. Yeah, you don't want to lose your felony purse. That's not, you don't not, want to be stuck good. with your uh, your murder purse all, you know, all week. You know, that could, that could get old after a while. You go to a party looking to get a little high, and you pull out and you got a gun and a knife. Oh crap! I grabbed the murder purse. I've got some. I got to go home get my felony purse. I've got some uh, misdemeanor cargo shorts. <laughs> oh shoot! But so. Go, Go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I, 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 I got nothing else. I well, no, I don't either. And as I say that uh, we don't we don't have a long segment on that today. But no, yeah. you, your nipple talk kind of uh, kicked out a couple of our other segments. Hey, hey, so we no, got it. I think it was the gym the gym talk. <laughs> oh, okay, the locker room talk. Oh, okay, <laughs> the body locker room talk. <laughs> anyway, let's let's look ahead here. See see what we got coming up this week as far as. Uh, Stupid holidays, and I, I think we've got some some dandies going. So I'll kick us off here on Monday, October seventh. We've got Frappe Day, and it says whether you it's accented whether your accent is on the e Frappe or okay. you use a silent e. So I guess it would just be Frapp Frapp. Um, you can celebrate this day. It's a go out and celebrate the chilled frothed coffee drink. Uh, one of the ways you can do it is uh, you can celebrate by making your own Frapp uh, Frappe. So, you know, go online, find you some good recipes, or go visit your your favorite coffee shop and uh, have your favorite barista create you a frappe and make sure to tip them. What can we do if we're not coffee drinkers? I guess we just don't celebrate anything. That's I don't a, know. It's kind of a it's, yeah, it's kind of a sad day for us if we're not coffee drinkers. I'm going to go have a Polar Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, but I probably would do that anyway. I know. <laughs> Well, maybe if you don't uh, celebrate Frappe Day, maybe on Tuesday you can celebrate Pierogi Day. Pierogi. Ooh, wow, I like pierogies. Yeah, I've never had a pierogi. What is so a pierogi? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Pierogies are filled dumplings of Central and Eastern European origin made by wrapping dough around a savory or sweet filling and cooking in boiling water or pan frying. Sounds doesn't, good. Yeah, it doesn't sound too Kinda bad. Kind of like a dumpling. Yeah, I like dumplings. Yeah, we definitely have to break out some pierogies to celebrate. It's a dough wrapped around meat. <laughs> I like that old is, that what's at the, is that kind of what's at the Chinese restaurant? The little dumpling with meat in the middle? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yep, they, it's it's dough, and then they 
pinch it and boil it up and put some kind of a filling in there. I could go for that. Yeah, could, not you, bad. Where can you get them around here? That's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. We may not we'll have stuff. to look up. Road trip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get a frappe on Monday. I'm kind of want a pierogi sure now after the, the podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure about the pierogi on Tuesday. Man. All right. Well, on Wednesday, the 9th, we have Curious Events Day. And uh, the purpose of that is to take a day to <clears throat> think about different curious events and to try to see if you can come up with some solutions uh, or just, I guess, just think about them. Uh, it mentions uh, like uh, UFOs. You could think about, you know, UFOs. You could think about, you know, where do all the socks disappear to from the dryer? Mm. Um, you know, so there's different, <laughs> different. That's cur- a good one. <laughs> yeah. So there's different curious events that happen, and this is your day to think about those and explore them. Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. So, uh, Thursday, October 10th. This fits, fits in with our last segment. It's handbag day. Nice. So you want to make sure you grab not, not your felony purse, not your murder purse, or your uh, your robbery knapsack, or the cargo shorts that Greg has on. You want to make sure that you grab the handbag. Um, and you can celebrate. It says the, this, this day was to celebrate the importance of handbags in everyday life. So this is for everyday handbags, I guess. Um my wife will be all over this holiday. She can't go to a store without looking, and sometimes, or most of the time, trying to buy some kind of a handbag. It Does doesn't she matter have what a it is. Purse? She probably she's got enough of them. I'm sure there's something in there. A prescription purse, <laughs> um, all kinds of stuff. A uh, little little fact here: in the 1900s, this was actually a handbag was referred to or used to refer to a man's handbag. Hmm. So some kind of men's baggage, actually. That it's they a would, European carry-all. It's a European carry-all. I know, that's a Seinfeld reference. But, uh. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Thursday, October 10th, handbag day. Handbag. Hmm. Well, and just in time for Friday, Friday is It's My Party Day. Now, very important. Will you cry hmm. if you want to? That's See, that's a dated reference. There, there's I, a song. I was going to say. I, Leslie I Gore. Yes. Leslie Gore. There might be a link on the Facebook page when this comes out with okay. that song. So we'll so let it go. It's my party. You can I can cry if I want to. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say it's very important. Mike thought Greg just had a stroke. He just looked at him like, "What? What happened?" <laughs> I, was, I, I did not get that one. I'm, I'm gonna be flat out honest there. I, I didn't get it. that one way over my head. But yeah, as I was saying, uh, don't get this Friday confused with his party day. Her party day, their party day, your party day. No, it's my party day this Friday. So okay. if you see Mike, make sure to to wish him a happy party day, and I think you'll accept gifts on Friday. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's Whether little, that's in the form a of selfish a, of a frappe <laughs> or a pierogi or a handbag, yeah. I don't accept felony purses anymore. I've got too many of those. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, since I'm, the incident, <laughs> the incident, yeah, shall be shall not be uh, talked about. But um, anyway, yep, yeah, go, go ahead and just find a reason to, to celebrate on Friday. Uh, Maybe even it's just, uh, hey, it's another Friday. You made it through another week. Just take some time to celebrate and have a little party. All right. So that's Friday. Uh, well, on Saturday, the 12th, we have Old Farmer's Day. So what's the, what's the cutoff for Old Farmers? Uh, 35. Of, oh, 35. Okay. Wow. That's, I just pulled that out of here. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, it's Old Farmer's Day. And uh, that's to celebrate the old tradition of farmers and old farmers themselves. And it said if you're a, <clears throat> a young farmer, uh, something you can do that day is to use some of the old tools to do some of the jobs that, that you do on your farm. 
so I guess you could pull out the old plow and hook it to an oxen and pull it across the field. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it, it definitely says not young farmers. This is for old farmers. Is it old McDonald? He had a farm. I know he had a farm. <laughs> um, if you have an old farmer in your life, take them out for lunch. Listen to their stories and ask them for wisdom. Now, do they just drive around in the combine with, like, the right turn signal on all the time? Is that what the old farmer <laughs> I, I think does? they do. Okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not a farmer, you can celebrate this by visiting your local, farmer mar- local farmer's market. Um, maybe uh, buy some locally grown food or locally raised meat. Get involved in your local farm-to-table movement. It's so, a movement now. Wow. It's a movement. The farm-to-table. Should you buy old food or just is it only for the old farmer? <laughs> only for the old farmer. Okay. You could buy old food, though, I guess, if you wanted to. I probably wouldn't recommend it. You know, I've been behind some farmers on the road, and they drive like, <laughs> you're going like 30 miles an hour behind the combine. On the <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, with the right blinker on, too. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Oh, so that's Saturday. All right. Well, we'll wrap the week up with Sunday, October 13th. That's International Skeptics Day. Another international day. So um, so we're not talking about domestic skepticism, right? This is just international. I don't think so. Okay. Another I'm very skeptical. International, another international I'm very skeptical day. if we are or not. Okay. Uh, sometimes International Ske- uh, Skeptics Day is also celebrated on January 13th. Or is it? Oh. We don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Yeah. So maybe you'll have to do a little more research and to find out. Some of the things you can do on this day says, try to solve a mystery. Maybe go out and search for Bigfoot. Some or of those uh, curious UFOs. events. I'm saying yeah. that ties yeah. in. It kind yeah. of ties in. These are kind of similar. So if you don't get your answer on Wednesday, you can, you can pick it back up on Sunday. You could. So let's watch a TV show that debunks a myth. So this is more about skeptics. They don't really believe it. But the truth is out there. That's a <laughs> is TV it reference. Really? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so you can also read a book by a skeptic. So if you can find somebody who's skeptical, or if you, it says if you know someone who does believe in UFOs or the Loch Ness monster, or that's what. Sit down, have a talk with them, get into a debate with them. I don't think I will do any of those, but uh, I'm awful skeptical, so I'll I'll enjoy the day. But that's Sunday, October thirteenth. I keep saying one of these times I'm gonna I'm gonna observe these holidays, and so far I haven't done it. I don't think you uh, will. This week, oh. <laughs> sorry, there we go. I'm starting. I'm starting the day off uh, way early. Yeah, you're so. way early. I, I, so I, can, I can't recognize I that skepticism. No. So, but I'm gonna try that one of these weeks. This doesn't seem like that great of a week for me because I don't want to recognize farmers or uh, I don't like frappes or I don't know if I can get a pierogi. I might get a nice handbag though. <laughs> Well, maybe you'll start off your week with a frappe. You know, you'll want a pierogi, but in the process of getting a pierogi, it'll vanish. The next day, Wednesday, you're going to have a curious event, what happened to my pierogi. And then you're going to find out on Thursday it was in your handbag the whole time. Oh. Then and you're going to give your handbag to Mike on It's a, it's My Party Right. Day. And then we're going to party that you found your pierogi. Very nice. And I don't remember what happened on Saturday. The old farmer. Oh, the old farmer. That's right. We'll invite some old farmers... And then, uh, and then the progy will disappear and we'll all be skeptics. Yes. Well, Mike's got our whole week planned out. we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I guess so. Oh. All right. Well, that was Episode 10, everybody. We appreciate you listening. Uh, make sure to 
Uh, rate, review, share. If you have questions or comments, please feel free to drop us an email at itsfunnyatcomic.com or suggest for segments. Or if you want to hear us uh, talk about anything stupid or interesting. Or if you just have a complaint, fire away. We love to have any interaction at all. Yep. Welcome back, Mike. We'll yes, yeah. welcome back. Enjoy having you. And I'm sure you'll be yeah. hearing from Mike again in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, thanks for having me on again, guys. And just wanted to say congrats again on 10 episodes and look forward to uh, listening to you more in the future. Great. Well, that's the show. Thanks, everybody. And we are out of here. Have a good one. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to itsfunnyatcomic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay.